0: We're going to continue a series we're doing called Imager and Training. This series, it's all about reflecting the image of God to one another and to the world. That This is really our vocation. It's what we're called to. It's a big deal. It's a big responsibility. It means a lot. You've got to think about it. That that you reflect God into the world. And we we started, you know, and we tied this in back into creation and how it was meant to be and how we're the image and what that looks like. And, you know, it's lost at the fall but restored at the cross. And so we need to be thinking about what that is and we've been looking at the Beatitudes together and said that's Holy Spirit working in us and that these are the attitudes that he's already produced in us and if we're not living them out we need to be looking at how we're not really maybe yielding to the Spirit the way that we should and that's sort of been the bigger part of this series, uh, Imager and Training. So the first four Beatitudes... Um, they really a challenge to keep us uh, from, you know, Jesus wants to turn us away from self-seeking, self-satisfaction, self-serving, and self-righteousness. Those are the first four. And then we jumped a couple weeks ago, we talked about mercy, uh, that's a compassionate response to human need, that's a big one uh, in this idea of reflecting the image of God. And then last week we talked about purity of heart, integrity, and all that that means. Today, well, I was going to do a sermon on peacemaking today, but I have to cancel it due to a conflict, so... <laughs> It's a bonus joke. I'm glad you guys got it. Not every group has. Before I do that, and this is not a joke, I want to listen. So, I'm, I'm ex- we're getting ready to do so. I keep telling you, we're getting ready. So, we've been working on the insides a lot and everything here. And, uh, and soon, I just feel very, very soon, we're going to be able to start doing a lot more outreach. We always do outreach, but we're going to be able to go big, uh, and hopefully by May. And uh, we're going to be doing that. So, I had this idea when I was up at Bayside. They did something seri- uh, similar. Um, that in May, what I want to do is I want to give out hurricane preparedness kits. Everybody's been so busy. I don't know if they've had time to do that down here. And and so I, this is my thought: is that what we're going to do is we're going to do this in five-gallon buckets with lids. And so you know, picture this with the with a great big sticker here of Vineyard, you know, so that people know. And a bucket is an amazing thing. In the bucket, we're going to put all kinds of cool stuff. You know, we'll have a list of everything that they should have stocked up. And we'll, have, we'll put some water in there. And, uh, you know, we'll get some flashlights, some, some masks and flashlights, maybe. And, and I'd like to get really good first aid kits for everybody. And then the really cool stuff and batteries. And I'm I'm um, hunting for... Uh, disposable phone chargers, one-time phone chargers that you could... We're going to get all these things. It's going to be a really cool bucket. And then, you know, we'll give them toilet paper because... <laughs> just because we've learned that this is important. I it never... But, but then, you know, I had this thought. So I was here right after a few days after Irma, and there was no electricity and no water. So when I started thinking about these buckets, I had this flashback. And so we're going to give them some other cool stuff too. And this is the real stuff. So uh, one of the things we're going to give them is a floaty and I'm going to tell you why in a minute. But we're also going to give them like wind dixie bags in here. Because, and so not every one of you will get this. But if you're here and there's no electricity and no water and no plumbing working, if you had a bucket, you were a pretty happy person. If you had some wind dixie bags, if you could get hold of some of these, you were like, you were living large because it was solving a problem. And if you were blessed enough to have a floaty, you were like top dog. You know, you, you ran the neighborhood. And so because... Because you were living in style when no one else was. I dropped the water. But you get the idea, right? I'm seriously going to do this. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to put a note in here as to what all this stuff is for, but if they need it, they will immediately figure it out. The survivors are going to go, I know what that's for. Hallelujah. God bless the vineyard. So why did I bring this up to you? Listen these it's actually going to cost us about 20 bucks to put one of these together, each bucket so it's a, it's a big deal and uh, to do it well and I want to give away at least 500 I want to give away a thousand so be praying for that and uh, now that you know it's out there it's out there but I'm going to get this out of the way so you're not thinking about this the whole time that I'm preaching don't lose my bucket that one's mine Bad jokes. I asked the librarian who the best author of dinosaur books is. And so she she, uh, suggested I try Ceratops. 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 St. Patrick's Day. Coming up. What is a leprechaun's favorite kind of music? Shamrock. Shamrock. The scientist cloned himself, but the clone turned out to be incredibly rude and constantly used bad language. One day the scientist just couldn't take it anymore and he pushed his clone over a cliff. The clone survived, but the scientist was arrested for making an obscene clone fall. <laughs> Alice, come and rescue me. I don't think there was any way back after I put the floaty on the bucket, honestly.
1: There wasn't. That's true. <laughs> You know, my ideas for the bucket was like non-perishable, a couple non-perishable food items, you know, peanut butter, jelly. He was like, no, floaties. very <laughs> happy about that. Come on, that's Welcome the most fun thing in the, the vineyard bucket, you got in it the Keys. we are a class act. <laughs> oh, let's press into Papa, shall we, before we read the word? Mm. Thank you, Lord. Let your kingdom come today, Father, in our hearts mostly and in our lives. Father, let breakthrough come where it needs to happen. Father, let us hear and see your goodness today. Father, I pray that as we dig deeper today in what it looks like to be a peacemaker, you would just reveal to us that specific thing we need to know, we need to hear. Father, let us be those people that reflect you out into a world that Desperately needs hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Will you stand with me, please, for the reading of the word? This is a very familiar portion of scripture. I see that a lot, don't I? But Steve will often just rattle this off to you all, and so he wanted me to read it. And it is Philippians 4, 4 through 8. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again: rejoice. Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And blessed be the word of God. Y'all can be seated.
0: Thank you. (laughs) She just called me Bucket Man. After the start I came back before she did, uh, before Alice did, because it was there was nothing down here and I, I you know and uh, and I was like and she was begging me she was like, Please bring me home. I wanna come back, I wanna come back. I said, Listen, here's the deal and I explained the bucket and she's like, Okay, just get me my own bucket. So but, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, but fortunately the plumbing was on just before she came back. Yeah. Not electricity. We didn't have electricity to our house for a month. But there you go. Matthew five nine. What we're going to look at today: blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. So this is the next attitude. This is the one of those things that should be reflecting in us already. And if we're not, it's one of those places where we can we need to press in the Holy Spirit and yield to Him, so that this is what's this is what's being reflected out of us. Is this idea of peacemaking that that we we bring God's peace into the world around us. How about that as a privilege? I like that. And that's something that we should be thinking about. Um, and, and I want to start with, uh, first off, the idea of, you know, blessed are the peacemakers for they'll be the children of God. What's, what's he referring to in this case? It means, uh, I believe what he's referring to is that um, this is uh, what we're supposed to be doing. We're to be demonstrating or displaying the character traits of our Heavenly Father. That's the whole idea behind imaging that we've been talking about. We're, uh, I like thinking of it this way. We'll talk about this more in the next series I'm going to do. We're, we're actually supposed to be sort of miniature representations of new creation in in ourselves. that's this, and So that's the idea of what we're reflecting into the world around us and, and so we're to be reflecting God to the world around us and we know that our Heavenly Father is a God of peace because the scripture is very clear. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 May God himself, the God of peace sanctify you through and through and may your whole spirit, soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ and so we know he's the God of peace and even more importantly we know that he's a peacemaker and we know this because of uh, the way he's made peace between us and himself that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ not counting people's sins against them and he has committed to us this message of reconciliation so all of the story that you know that we, we've talked about um, and and demonstrated once again in the in the cross at the cross in the crucifixion. Remember the the issue, you know. So what did we need to be reconciled to? Why were we not at peace with God? Well, you know, God's heart is that He loves us and cares for us, and we know that from the beginning of the story, right? And His whole desire was to be in fellowship with us. We were going to hang out with God, and we were going to make the whole planet like Eden. That was the that was the story. Uh, but but He he said just stay away from that one tree because we were in effect like gardeners right it was pretty cool and we're just going to hang out with him it's going to be lovely but we went to that tree and ruined everything and um the fall happened and death entered the scene and there were consequences and our relationship with god was was destroyed uh we were no longer at peace with god perfect pure holy god and his rebellious creation that's us and and so we were we were lost we were done." uh, and uh, And yet, because he loves us so much, he made a way for us, and what he does is he comes. Jesus comes um, fully God, fully man, He arrives on the scene, he then lives the life the way it was intended to be lived that 's what God always intended. Jesus lives that life out, he models life for us. then Jesus willingly goes to the cross on our behalf, and in this most amazing point in history, he was able to take on all of the sin of the world and all of the consequences of this he took it all on at the cross and there he took it on he died with it and he took it down he left it down and then he defeated death the power of the enemy He defeated death and rose again the first of new creation And, and ever since then we now by understanding what's happened in that story and how he's made a way for us to be reconciled if we will believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord we can be reconciled to God we are no longer at odds with him we're at peace with him and this is the big deal uh, in the story and, and so because we're at peace with him it begins to change the way that we move and operate in this life and and so as his children Our our desire then is to uh, be like him and we understand that peacemaking was a big deal to him because of the lengths that he went through to make it possible. So what is it? What's a peacemaker? And I'm going to give you a long definition. You won't be able to write it all down and then you'll be staring at me because you're frustrated because I'm going too fast. But all of the points that we're about to cover make up this definition. A peacemaker is someone who is at peace with God and, and so they're experiencing the peace of God, and they desire then to live at peace with everyone, always being ready to share the reason for their peace by proclaiming the gospel of peace so that everyone would come to know his peace. That's what a peacemaker is. But let me break it down for you. Like I said, you, you probably didn't write that down unless you know shorthand. I don't know why I want to ask this. How, how many of you actually know shorthand? Good for you. My mom knew shorthand. I don't know why it just popped into my brain. And she could, she just, that was, she was a secretary years and years ago. She's going to be with the Lord since then. But she could write stuff amazingly fast. And it looked like Woodstock writing. That's a peanuts. Never mind. Here we go. None of that has anything to do with anything. A peacemaker is at peace with. God. So I already touched on that in point one, but here's the whole deal. Paul says in Romans 5, 1 and 2, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, this, because of what Jesus has done, when we give our lives to him, we're justified. Just as if I'd never sinned. God chooses to see us in the perfection of his Son. This is a huge thing that's going on, and, and this is part of the reason that, that we, we are uh, at peace with him. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, because of what Jesus done. We, we have peace with God. We're no longer separated from him. We're no longer strangers. We're, we're his children, through whom we've gained access by faith into this grace, because it's all about what he's done, in which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. We, we, we're at peace, and uh, it's the most amazing thing. So, so we are uh, no longer, you know, estranged from him because that's what was happening and and so we begin then to experience the peace of God this is a wonderful thing the peace of God and it's amazing thing and the peace of God is an amazing thing and it's for the children of God and then we want it to be experienced by everybody else but but we get to experience it's what you begin to experience when you give your life to Jesus the peace of God and here's the thing which transcends all understanding it's very hard to explain and it doesn't absolutely make sense because it's all about the presence of God not about circumstances and we're so used to everything being about circumstances that it's sometimes hard for us to grasp this but the peace of God will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus there's something about being at peace with God that allows us to experience his peace and there's nothing quite like it the peace of God because you know the the world's a crazy place. And, and yet, because we know that we have this everlasting relationship with God that's already started, we know the amazing promises that we have coming, we know that he's with us now, that that Holy Spirit dwells, lives in us and is helping us in this whole thing. We can be at peace even when the world is completely upside down. And, and the world's been upside down for thousands of years. But, but you know, there are moments when it seems even more upside down. And, and I'd say we've been sort of in one of those seasons of time. But here's the thing. Because of being at peace with God, um, it should impact us differently than it impacts the rest of the world. Now, I'm not saying that the events of the last year haven't impacted us, because they certainly have. You, you, could, you can't... But, but we still know that this is a... This isn't the big story, right? We're a part of the bigger story. This is a much smaller little story. And as long as you know the big story, you're able to be at peace as you watch God move in these littler stories. And, and God is still God. And God's still at work. And God's still moving. And God's not done yet. and God's got you. And, and you can begin to rest in that and, and not be so caught up in the circumstances that... See, we should be a little bit different than people that don't know Jesus... Because we know Jesus. We, we're, we're rested in that. And so it doesn't impact us the same way. It impacts us, but not the same way. I, I often think about this. How, how in the world have people without Jesus, how are they making it through this last year? And if you look at stats, not very well, it would be the answer for a lot of that. But for us, it's just a, it, listen. It's, it's just another way of watching what amazing things God's going to do. How God takes things. The enemy always overplays his hand. And God does something in it. And we can just we can get ready for it. And we can settle in it. Because we can have this unexplainable peace. Now it doesn't mean we don't get caught up from time to time. But we don't have to stay there. And so there's this, this place that we can rest in. There's this, there's this breath that we can catch. Isn't it nice when everything is stirred up. And you feel it coming on yourself. All the anxieties and the worries. When you can just sit back and go, you know what? I'm still his child. And he's still got me, and he's, I'm still caught up into the most amazing adventure there's ever been, and I can find life here. And now, God, let's, let's sort of move through there. So so we have this amazing process that's happening in our lives, and we get to experience this peace, the peace of God that transcends all, all understanding. So we don't need to live in worry and fear. We have something better. In, in the in an upcoming series. So th- next week there's another Beatitude I'm going to be looking at. It's the last of the Beatitudes. Blessed are the persecuted. And you should all go, woohoo! Because apparently that's the good one. <laughs> go read it. It's got lots more verses than the rest of them. Jesus is like, mm, yeah! Who doesn't love persecution? <laughs> so we're going to finish that one. And then, uh, it's Palm Sunday, so we're going to talk about um, perspective. That's uh, it's and then, oh, it's Easter, I love Easter, I'm so excited, start inviting people, I, I, I haven't asked you to invite people, just because of how weird it's been, Easter's coming, you know, it's, get ready, invite people to come, that, you know, the masks are on and stuff when they need to, when they, but let's, ah, Easter, I, it's gonna, that's gonna kick something off, I'm not sure how yet, I just know that's significant, okay, so, so get ready, and then we're, we're gonna do a new series called, Are You Ready?, and because uh, I keep saying, you know, get ready. And listen, in this new series, let me just... Because I'm, I'm excited already. Maybe you can't tell. I think it's the whole bucket thing. But, um... <laughs> l- look, in... in When you get God's story, you understand that the motivation of God's story is love. Because God is love. It's the big motivation in everything. And it needs to be our motivation for everything. Love. We're, we're supposed to love. And... And in the fallen world, little G God, his motivation, and we're going to really, we'll get into this, is fear and greed. And, and once I, when I show you how that starts working, you'll see it in everything. It's fear and greed. Well, because we live in the world, we, we start experiencing those things and they are trying to impact us. But what God wants us to do as we realize that we're to image him is that we quit operating out of fear and greed and we shift over into what he is operating in, which is love. And that really begins to change everything. And and you'll begin to see life differently just as we get there. So that needs to be our motivation. When when fear and greed are our motivations, bleh. But when love, it's ba- ah, it gets so much better. And that's all part of peacemaking as well. So a, a peacemaker, because of these things, seeks to live at peace with everybody. This is our heart. Um, we want to live in such a way that we have the greatest impact for God on the world around us. And so the way that we want to do that is we, we want to live at peace with folks, if it is possible, Paul says, and this, I love that he says this, uh, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone, if it's possible. Yeah, I, I, I came to the realization some years ago that, that uh, not everybody likes me. I know, and then, then I really thought, well, pff, it's because they don't know me. No, it's not that at all. They know me and don't like me, it just happens. So there's not much I can do about that other than you know not, not make it a bigger issue than it is. But I'm gonna wanna, and for me, I want to live my life in such a way that the thing that I get to talk about people with the one is Jesus. And, and so I want to live in such a way that I'm not getting anything else in the way. That's just for me. Uh, and, and you know, because the, the message of the cross, the Bible already says it's offensive enough, right? So I just—that's it. And so I want people to know when they get—they get me, you know. As as as, you know, I'm I'm far from perfect, but they're they're getting me, and I'm trying to reflect God. And I want to I want to talk to people about Jesus, and I want to live life in such a way that that is what you know. I get the most possible opportunities to do that, and so I want to live at peace with folks, and I don't want to I don't want to let little things bother me. Does anybody ever let little things bother you? Do you ever get annoyed? irritated. I think I said this the other day. still great advice. You, you don't have to swing at every pitch. And some people got nothing better to do right now so they'd love to fight with you. <laughs> just because they're bored. And, I, 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 and so just don't take the bait but live in peace with everybody. Let's just love well. Let's just, let's just make that you know the priority of our life so that, so that we can do this, so that, that we can proclaim the gospel of peace. We, we are the people who have the best news in the universe. We're the ambassadors for him. We, we have the most amazing, life-giving message that's out there. There's nothing quite like it. Nothing even comes close. People are always trying to come up with other things. There's nothing like Jesus for the world. And we're to be ready. Paul says yeah, with our feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Our our gospel, the good news, brings peace to what peace is it? It's that reconciliation that happens between people and God. And so so we're to live in such a way that that at certain points we're able to share this message. Let me say that you're gonna live it out. And, and out of living this thing out, by learning how to love well and, and reflecting the image of God, you'll have opportunities to share your words, but it's going to become because of the way that you share your actions. So that's why I'd like to do things like in outreach that just don't make sense to people. Like, like, why would a church go out and give away as many hurricane buckets as they can? Cause at some point, it, I think it's, un, it gets them to a spot where they'll start to ask a few questions. Cause they have to see that, that if you, if you're living this life, People either have to reject you or they have to take, take what you're saying. They have to make that look. In there. Anyway, that's what we're called to. And so so acts of kindness and, words of, and then words of encouragement and opportunities to share this amazing good news because our desire is that everybody would come to know Jesus. That's our heart's desire. It's God's desire. God wants people to be in relationship with him. People have a choice to make. But we're, we're the plan. I often have gone to God and thought, really, we're the best you could do in this situation? There should be a better plan for folks. I think I've told you, angels, he doesn't send the angels because people freak out when the angels come and they go down on their face. And we're it. But God knows what he's doing. And and we're to image him. We're, we're, we're to be doing this in the world around us so that people would come to know it. May the God of hope fill you because you've been restored and reconciled now and you're walking this thing out. You, you, you get how how undeserving we really are, I hope how amazing this journey is that you, by the grace of God we've tapped into the most amazing adventure that there's ever been this, this life in Christ that to be part of the church now, this 2,000-year-old group of folks that have been just pushing forward, pressing in the whole time, keeping us going, waiting for the return of Jesus, being faithful to the mission that we have. And he uses us today, that, that, that you know, God is still at work, that things are still happening, are st- miracles are still taking place, people's lives are... Be- I love looking and seeing how lives are changed. That's why we want to share this good news. It changes people forever. And And so may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust this is flowing out of you then so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit so it just kind of flows out of us and we want people to know it and, and, and so that's what happens we want to we love people into the kingdom I think that's the way that people come in the best way they come in we don't want to scare them in to. I hope you figured out by now you're not going to argue anybody into the kingdom but you're going to love them in that's how they come so that's what we're called to be and that's what it looks like so that's enough for us to take in today like I said get ready next week blessed are the persecuted woohoo <laughs> Alice come up let's pray Papa we are grateful it's to be your kids to be a part of this journey it's amazing God there's, there's just nothing else like it it's, it's hard to grasp at times how wonderful it is to be a part of your story that you invited us in to be a part of your story and that it is now and always has been and always will be the greatest story there's ever been and so God we're excited about the next chapter of this story um, and being a part of it watching you move seeing people come to know you. God, we're praying for a, a harvest right now that unlike we've ever seen, a harvest in our families, that from, from those who have been so sort of resistant that suddenly they'll be opened. A harvest, God, in our workplaces. A harvest, God, in our community. A harvest in our friendships, God, where, where so many are just going to open up to come to know you and be at peace with you, God. So we pray that that you would just get us ready and that you would come in power, move God in mighty ways.
1: He's getting us ready for a year of jubilee. Amen. Amen. Um, I had a couple words from the ladies on staff here and one is from Miss Alicia, And I'd like to share these. And um, this is from Proverbs 19.11. And it's, it, what she felt was like someone is stuck in an offense or you're stuck in a hurt. You can't get out of it. You can't let it go. And it's affecting your whole life. And Proverbs 19.11 said, A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. And what she saw was that it's not, it's not your relationships on earth, but your relationship with him that's to his glory. And then Miss, Miss Rachel had one as well, and this is um, a scripture with a word. It's Psalm 33, verses 16 and 17. This is out of the message translation. No king succeeds with a big army alone. No warrior wins by brute strength. Horsepower is not the answer. No one gets by on muscle alone. And her word was, we may not be strong enough for our battles, but God is psalm 33 16 and 17 and pastor georgina had one as well and this is from she said i feel someone is struggling and needs to be reminded that they are an overcomer and to look to the new heaven and new earth and live for the it is done of revelation 21 6 and 7 and this is the verse it is done i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end to him who is thirsty, I will give to drink without cost from the springs of the water of life. He who overcomes will inherit all this, and I will be his God, and he will be my son.
0: Amen. Amen. All of this amazing journey starts by knowing Jesus. I, we, in the message I talked about what the good news is, what Jesus has done for us. And our response, the way we, we enter this story is we, we believe in our heart, we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. And if you've never done that, do it today. Absolutely the best decision you will ever make. Jesus, will you be my Lord and Savior? That's, that's how we start. And if you do that, I want to know. So please text the word heart to that number so that I can celebrate with you. Or go straight to this webpage that I set up recently, anewbeliever.com. And uh, it has some information for you and a little form to fill out. And I I can celebrate with you and I want to be able to do that because that's what peacemaking is all about. Coming to know Jesus. So very cool. Thanks again, church, for your amazing generosity. That's ways to give online or digitally or there's some offering boxes here if you'd like to use those on your way out. There's one here, one there, a couple by the door. And uh, so thanks for that. Let's sing doxology and we will dismiss. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. Go today in the peace, the power, and the love of God. God bless you all. Thank you for being here. We'll see you soon. Get out there, catch some fish. Hope your team wins. Have a great day. Go out these doors, please. God bless you guys. We'll see you soon. And thank you everybody watching us online. Have a great day as well. And we hope the weather's nice where you are. It looks like a beautiful day here. And don't, uh, don't forget peacemaking is where it's all at. And get ready for ooh, the blessing of the persecuted. And, um,
1: And hey, enjoy your corned beef and cabbage this week. Kiss me. I'm Irish. God bless. God bless Bye-bye. you guys.
0: Bye.